What's up, Butt Pirates? What up? Hey, what's going on? All three of us in the house. Yeah. Got a new setup tonight. First time on this setup. So let us know the feedback, how it sounds. Uh, hopefully we don't have the feedback. Right, right. Yeah, hopefully no feedback. So it's pod number 46. I guess we're calling this season three now. We still didn't make it to the Apple store yet, but we got, <laughs> we got times before... Uh, Fantasy season actually kicks off, so... It's like 20 miles away. It's yeah. pretty far. We'll figure it out. We'll at least bootleg it, if not. This is the first time all three of us have been in the same room in a long time, probably. Yeah, A I few weeks, so. at least. Maybe a few over, months. A few months. Yeah, shit. So Damn. we got draft recap. Uh, fantasy relevant, hopefully more than uh, Forrest, whatever the fuck his name is. I, I love Lamp. Yeah, <laughs> we'll try and keep Chafe interested this week. <laughs> so, uh, where you want to start? We'll, well start with the draft right away, or yeah, what, what do you kid, got? I, Joe, you're the Bears fan, and the biggest, I guess, story of the draft was Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. So, can we get your thoughts right away on that? Well, I've heard that it was panic. A lot of people are reporting that the Bears were bidding against themselves, kind of, and yeah, panicked. Yeah. And he loved the guy, I guess, and so he took ball took balls to have the conviction to go up there. And get him, but I don't know. I I don't know if they needed to throw in another third rounder in there with yeah. the trade. It just seemed like an overpay. They must have really liked him to move up the spot and then give up the couple picks. But the one report that I did just hear was the Bills were in love with Trubisky and were actually thinking about moving up. But I don't know. You can't believe anything. Yeah. It could have just been someone within the Bears organization leaking that to make themselves feel better. You know make what I mean? Make them look better. better. Yeah. I still can't believe that they would pay Glennon all this money. What, he 15 mil this year and 18 mil guaranteed. And then, I mean, I guess, sure, let Trubisky learn a little bit. But it just doesn't make sense to, you know, why not, why not keep Hoyer for 6 or 7 mil instead if you just need a placekeeper? Yep. I don't know if Foyer wanted to stay around after yeah. he saw Shanahan and he saw that open job. I don't know. San Francisco is a lot nicer place than Chicago is. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> nice weather out there. Right. Got the full house. So, house. <laughs> what, what more do you need? <laughs> so, Jay, you and I had a bet. We uh, renewed our bet for the Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray. We're going double or nothing this I, year. I love it. Uh, Everything just The bet follows Latavius wherever Latavius goes. I have been tied. I've gotten in many Twitter fights over it. I've gotten blocked over with my Latavius opinions. They are a little radical set at times, I'll admit. And it's a little uh, not as assuring without that offensive line in front of him. But right. I made that little clip for you. Oh, yes. This is the dawning of the age you hit that note too sorry cut that was off. good it uh reminds me of the ending of 40 old virgin when they're all uh, oh yeah dancing to that song so I, I appreciate that i always wanted someone to make that clip finally it is done i i just don't see him falling forward into the end zone 12 times again 12, this year yeah. i'm hoping for like six or seven maybe 
I don't know. Dalvin Cook's explosive. I'm excited he's on the Vikings. Uh, should should be a close bet, though, because obviously Latavius is probably going to get most of the carries, especially starting out of the season. So, yeah, so. it'll be a fun one. Most fantasy points mm-hmm. in our league scoring. Yeah, I think PPR definitely favors Dalvin in that format. but Definitely. We're so touchdown dependent, too, so... I'm hoping, yeah. Does that mean you're keeping Latavius for sure then? Or? <laughs> well, you know, it all depends on the price and the offers. Yeah. I mean, there's not very many running backs out there. You wouldn't want to be tied to that bet without having him on your team, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. What but. news just came out? Wasn't Jamal Charles? Just, Jamal Charles, yeah. You just signed with the Broncos. Broncos Nation. Damn, I didn't see that. He's not getting paid very much, like $1 million or something is the base. Nothing's guaranteed, though. So, I mean, if he doesn't do much in camp, they can cut him for nothing. Remember the bold statements I was making, how terrible of a trade that was for Jeremy and uh, Rick? Rick basically just gave him away. Now I look like the asshole. Rick's a guru. (laughs) (laughs) First time that's ever been said. So where are we at in the – where you want to start with the draft? I guess we've already started. Yeah. Uh, what, our, t- our top three top drafts three or favorite, favorite drafts? Yeah, top three NFL team drafts. Yeah, I will, I will start with probably one that I would assume everyone has or thought that was decent. It was the Cleveland Browns. Uh, really hard to go wrong with top, uh, the top pick overall in three, number one. So they had Miles Garrett. Um, Peppers at safety, and then uh, David Njoku, who I really like at tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, also picked up Deshaun Kaiser at pick 52, which might have the highest upside of all the quarterbacks in the draft, so I like that a lot. And my boy, Caleb Brantley, uh, in the sixth round. They might not even keep him because all of his uh, domestic charges and whatnot, but um, you know, a first or second round talent in the sixth round was nice. You think Kaiser might be the one that gets thrown in first to – to fail he might be the one that might be like an opening day starter kind of quarterback yeah he could especially i mean if kessler looks sketchy in the preseason yeah may as well put him out there and see what he can do i'm sure someone's already added kaiser's name to that long running list of browns oh, yeah. quarterbacks on that stupid ass jersey Couch that jersey. everybody always retweets uh yeah i think i did see a picture with his name on that nice yeah never fails yeah, so Cleveland, you won the draft. <laughs> I had them on my list as well. I did too. I don't, I don't love the Jabril Peppers pick. I don't, I'm not like a huge fan of him, but I think he could develop into something eventually maybe. Yeah, I think he probably plays, you know, obviously he's going to be a returner, special teamer. Uh, probably see him on offense too. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll be a spark for them, and Cleveland can use any kind of spark that they could get. Um, plus, they picked up the extra first rounder next year from Houston, which is huge for a team like that. So yep. take all the assets you can get. And who was the fantasy loser on the Browns from the draft? Did you have anybody written down? Because oh, there's uh, one guy who pops Gary up Barnage, big time. Right? Gary Barnage. He's not even on the, the Browns Bar- anymore. No <laughs> Cut after Njoku. I love the Njoku pick. I was thinking that's who I thought the Giants were going to go with we'll get to them later though dude uh him Corey coleman um kenny Britt. kenny Britt. that's a semi-formidable offense and uh mr crowell in the backfield crow equals boss uh crowell only an 11 dollar keeper i think for greg and uh it's good value honestly yeah yeah Deuce. who else did you have jay uh my number two didn't really draft very much but the new england patriots 
their first rounder was Brandon Cooks, technically. Yeah. Uh, they got Coney Ely in the second round. Uh, Dwayne Allen was a fourth-round pick. Mike Gillisley in the fifth-round pick. All proven players. I don't know that any other team in the league could have done what the Patriots did and got away with it. Yeah. But because they have a 40-year-old quarterback and are built to win right now, I think it was the perfect draft for them to do what they did and get proven players that can help immediately. Yeah, instead of young guys, they're wild cards. You don't know exactly what they're going to do. Exactly. Um, So that's why I like them quite a bit. Brandon Cook's a first-round pick for the second time Uh in the draft. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. We're looking at an article right now by USA Today, and they have the Patriots as the worst draft Probably just because there's only four players. They only wrote, unfortunately for the Patriots, these rankings are strictly based on the draft because they do an excellent job of turning their early picks into good players. Yeah, so they got good players. They even admitted it there. Uh, Who'd you have at number two, Joe? Or who else did you like? I didn't even rank them. I just was going to say some good picks. I wrote uh, winners and losers for each team. So, really, yeah, I mean, you can't – I don't know anything about Youngstown State Troy guy and Troy guys. So, basically, I just wrote the – Biggest loser for the Patriots this offseason was Aaron Hernandez. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I not, think... not a great offseason for Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, probably not. So, uh, yeah. uh, who, who else you got? You got anybody, uh, Jake? I went, I went Redskins number one. Ooh. Um, I mean, a lot of people had Jonathan Allen as the number two overall player. And what did he fall to? Like 17. Uh, yeah, 17. Um, they got another uh, Bama linebacker, so they got two Bama guys on defense. Uh, the cornerback from UCLA uh, in the third round, a lot of people said he was a first-round talent. I guess he's got some health issues. And then the my favorite pick for them was that Samaje Perrin, uh-huh. fourth round. Uh, he's basically going to take – I was going to say he may start. He's probably going to take the starting role away from my boy Rob Kelly – Dollar keep, come get him, big dog. Um, but yeah, yeah, you kept. He's gonna be the starter day one. You kept hearing early that the Redskins were looking at running back just because they were looking to move Matt Jones, which I don't know what the hell you'd get for him. You know, something. I guess a special yeah. teams player you could get for him, something like that. Yeah, no, I like the Redskins a lot. I mean, Jonathan Allen at seventeen, and then the Perrine pick definitely puts them yeah. up there. I think he can be a special talent for them. For the Redskins, I put the winner as Jamison Crowder and Josh Doxson because there was no wide receiver drafted until the sixth round when they took some Georgia State guy, mm. which I don't know who he is. And the loser, ironically, is Kirk Cousins just because uh, they went almost all defense with the draft. Yeah. They lost Pierre Garçon and lost the offensive coordinator now as the head coach of the Rams, Sean McVay. And Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, and Garcon. Yeah. Um, do you think that six rounder um, from Georgia State? Do you think he knows Drake's exes as well? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. Probably only Drake would know. <laughs> this is true. Maybe we'll get him on the pod sometime. <laughs> Who'd you write down as number one, Jay? I had Cleveland number one. Oh, you um, wrote down. I had Carolina at number three. Um, love their duo of McCaffrey at eight and Curtis Samuel at forty. Um, put both those guys in the shotgun next to Cam Newton, and they can motion, do anything, catch balls out of the backfield, um, run up the gut, just give giving Cam some explosive playmakers. Yeah. Um, so I like that quite a bit. And then uh, they got Corn Elder uh, from Miami in the fifth round. I think he could be 
a nice corner for them uh, here in a year or two. So. No uh, Mike Tolbert left in that backfield anymore for the Panthers. So. Yeah, those are definitely the big losers. Jonathan Stewart probably just lost his job, I would assume. I don't know if they're even going to keep him. Is he still on the roster? Yeah, I think he is. Well, you texted but, us uh, a couple of days ago about, about a big gainer for Carolina. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? Kelvin. 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 <laughs> Kelvin supposedly is up to 280, which reports have come out that's a little over-exaggerated. But still, that's pretty big. I'm sure he's pushing. 275. Yeah, yeah. 275. <laughs> nice reference there. Yeah, that's that's big. And that's what I've been saying for a couple of years. We actually read about that when he was in college. Yeah, he, he had a red shirt his freshman year. Exactly. Gained that freshman 15 yeah. or whatever they always talk about. Yep. Uh, who else did you think had a good draft? I think uh, according to USA Today, it was number one was the Cleveland Browns, two Dallas Cowboys, surprisingly, which we both – all three kind of thought it was average at best. Yeah, I mean, Taco is a cool name, but right. I don't know that he was an awesome pick at 28. Uh, and then that kid Switzer that they drafted in the fourth round from Carolina, the wide receiver, he's like a Cole Beasley clone, mm-hmm. so I don't know why they needed another one if they already have Beasley equals boss. <laughs> and that's exactly who I wrote was the loser for the Cowboys was Cole Beasley because they drafted his replacement. Yeah. yeah. A cheaper Cole Beasley. It's too bad the Cowboys couldn't play on Tuesday and have Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a little surprised the Cowboys didn't draft a pass-catching running back. Just to give Zeke a little bit of a break. I don't know, just in case he gets hurt. Because they have a bunch of uh, clones of his. Because Darren McFadden's almost the exact same player as Zeke, just not as good. Well, uh, who's the... Uh, not Lance Dunbar, but who's the <laughs> other guy? That they had. I can't remember. But he might be healthy again, and I wish I knew his name. Hmm. All right, we'll keep going. Maybe yeah. we can look at it. Uh, number three, they, number three, USA Today ranked the Vikings, which yeah, we already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, four was the 49ers, which that was good. I liked their draft, too. Yeah, they got a lot of value. I mean, got the extra couple third-round picks from Chicago and traded back up for Reuben Foster, who was – you know, technically a top five talent, but had his trouble. So yeah, yeah. Coming away, John Lynch is looking like a genius. Uh, the loser I wrote from the 49ers draft was Carlos Hyde. Yeah, and that was because the 49ers drafted no offensive linemen, and they drafted the Utah running back in the fourth round, Joe Williams. And we've heard about that he could be very good. The thing, fantasy. Sorry about cutting you off. <laughs> oh no, you're good. The fantasy thing I just read was that a Shanahan run offense in the first year that he's taken over the offense, the RB1 has always been a top 10 every single year in PPR. The RB2 in the nine years that he's been an offensive coordinator, the RB2 has been outside of the top 40 seven out of the nine years. And so he really gives the job to the RB1. 2016, obviously, was one of the years that – the RB2 finished well when uh, Te- Tevin, Touchdown, Tevin. Tevin was getting a lot of touches. Mm-hmm. So just a little something to keep See, in mind. You better, you better hope that uh, Carlos gets that RB1 job over Joe Williams then. Yeah. You can see I've already deep-dived into my keepers. <laughs> I got them on speed dial. Of course. Uh, music, was there any draft that you just uh, hated other than the Bears? 
Yeah, there were. I, that was the. I, mean, I didn't really fill out that one. Uh, it's hard to tell. I mean, I saw lots of different grades on teams, you know, C's, um, but I'm not really sure yet. Uh, but yeah, Bears I didn't like just because of the Trubisky. Yeah, did not like the Bears. Didn't like the Rams either. Uh, they didn't have a first because of the golf trade. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but then their second round pick was a tight end from South Alabama. <laughs> Maybe I just didn't scout enough, but I just don't know about spending a second-round pick on tight end from South Alabama. And then they had pick number 69. Mm. That was Cooper Cup, who I like. Oh, yeah. But why take a slot receiver like that when you already have Tavon Austin? So that was kind of a head-scratcher for me. And they drafted a fullback, and I don't know many teams that use a fullback very often. Right. So did not like the Rams. Yep, I completely agree. So does USA Today. They have them as 31, so second worst. I thought it was – I hate the Cooper Cup pick in the second round. (laughs) I think he's overrated. I actually don't like him. I like their fourth-round pick, Josh Reynolds, Texas A&M, a lot better. He's a bigger guy. He can stretch the field, too. uh, Kind of a mini Mike Evans, you could say, maybe, possibly. Not quite to that level. Uh, But, yeah, I just didn't like the Rams pick. Jeff Fisher has not left the building or something. He's still there. <laughs> He's just trying to finish 500. Uh, I also had the Giants, too, with USA Today because of the first pick. I wrote it down in the chat. I hated it right away. The Evan Ingram pick. He's just an oversized wide receiver. It's just every single uh, – he's got good production when he was in college. His numbers are really good, but it's just because he's – playing as a slot wide receiver basically and that's something uh mike lombardi talked about on his ringer podcast was that it's going to hurt sterling shepherd as well because they play the same type of two wides someone in the slot either a tight end or a third wide out so it's either going to be one or the other and then they're not really going to play them both together uh shepherd and ingram um yeah. and you're going to have obj and yeah. b marsh outside yeah so yeah i didn't really get that pick either at 23 overall especially Making that pick the year before with Shepard. Yep. Could have taken offensive lineman. Uh, the Giants did take uh, Eli's replacement, though. In the <laughs> yeah. third round, they picked uh, California QB Davis Webb. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. I've seen Eli the past couple years, and he has just had some head scratchers. Like, he's really bad some nights where he just – yeah, he's the worst quarterback in the league on, at nights. Some podcast I was listening to uh, referred to him as Noodle Arm, which then oh. made me think of Spaghetti Manning. But Man, we need to start making t- T-shirts. Yeah. Um, I want to look up some stats for Joe Webb when he played quarterback for the Vikings, uh-huh. uh, and maybe we can make a board bet there if you like Davis <laughs> Webb a little bit. We'll figure something out. And, uh, More come. career passing yards. Yeah. That'd be great. So we can keep that going for a while, but yeah. I was a big Joe Webb fan. And, and then, then he was returning kicks a couple years later for Carolina yeah. after playing a playoff game at quarterback for the Vikings. So what a career that guy had. We need to come up with some more D. Hopkins, too. D. Hopkins, Dustin Hopkins, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about DeAndre's fantasy uh, outlook this year with Houston taking Deshaun Watson? I, I like it a lot better. I like his at least a lot better, but I don't like Will Fuller's as much just because Deshaun Watson has the velocity issues. He doesn't really throw the deep ball very well. So it's not really a win as much for Will Fuller as it is Hopkins. Hopkins, you know, slight upgrade from what he would have been. 
if they still had uh, I've already for, I've already forgotten his name Osweiler. Yeah, I also like uh, that Houston pick. They took Dante Foreman from Texas in the third round. A little change of pace back for Lamar Miller because it seems like sometimes Miller kind of gets worn down and he has those 23 carries for 86 yard type of games. So maybe keep Miller a little bit fresher, um, and then that could help out Hopkins as well. Yeah, Lamar. Fresher than a motherfucker. <laughs> Lamar Miller definitely a, a loser in the draft for sure. Uh, what other drafts do you want to talk about? Um, what do you think of San Diego's draft? They took three offensive players in the first three rounds. Mike Williams at seven, the wide receiver, uh, and then Forrest Lamp at 38 and Dan Feeney at 71, two offensive uh, guards. Hoosiers. Yes, who, 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 Hoosiers. Um, what do you think about that offense now, and what do you think about Philip Rivers 2017? I don't like Philip Rivers as a person. I love Philip Rivers. <laughs> I don't really like him as a person, but I would draft him. He's probably, you know, a fringe top ten right now, maybe even within the top ten, if that's even that's not even something crazy to say. He's been top ten He's quarterback top in the past. 10, yeah. He's probably right around ten career, I would think. But who, yeah. who was your loser there for San Diego? Uh, I wrote down Tyrell Williams is mm-hmm. the loser because Mike Williams is very similar. Not quite as fast, but a uh, similar body type. Big guy can go up and get it. Well, because they've got – now they've got Mike Williams, Tyrell Williams, Dontrell Inman, Keenan Allen coming off of an injury, mm-hmm. and Travis Benjamin. So you'd have to think they probably play Keenan in the slot, Mike outside, and Benjamin to start so then Benjamin can – uh, I guess, run down the field. But, yeah, what happens with Inman and the other Williams? Mm-hmm. That's kind of tough. But yeah. it's good to have that much talent, especially with Allen's injury history. I didn't think it affected Keenan's value as much no. just because I think they're going to line him up in different yeah. spots, kind of play that Larry Fitz role. Yeah, yeah I feel like the, the play would be to draft Rivers and probably stay away from all those wide receivers just because you don't know. It was always a DFS dart throw. I mean, we oh, always yeah. throw in Dontrell Inman for 10 bucks and. Yeah. Could Hopefully have. he caught a 90-yard touchdown. Exactly. So uh, another interesting fantasy football situation is Joe Mixon getting drafted by the Bengals. So, I mean, you look back, that means – who do you think that affects more? Is that Jeremy Hill or is that Gio? I think both of them. I think Mixon could be the lead dog in the workhorse. Yeah. He's a fantastic football player. I mean, it seems like Gio gets the <clears> – <throat> Most of the load, and then Jeremy Hogue usually gets the touchdowns. But, yeah, I mean, I could see him, I mean, doing both of their jobs, really. Mixon, that is. Do you like Andy Dalton this year now with adding Mixon and John Ross? Oh, I love I love uh, the weapons, but just hate that offensive line. He's coming in with the worst offensive yeah. line in the league, probably. I think I saw the PFF grades. Every single one of them was a below average starter. Eeks. Yeah, and so it's it's not going to be nice. Maybe people are going to overdraft. Not in this league, because we're smarter in this league. <laughs> uh, I did. I didn't really love the Bengals draft. I thought I wasn't in love with John Ross. I've seen him on tape. He is. He's really fast. explosive. He's fast. But I don't. I just don't think a guy. How tall is he? Five nine, five ten. Not sure. I mean, I, it's hard to say because Antonio Brown fucks up all that. Yeah. Fucks up all those arguments uh-huh. and stuff. But I don't know. He just seems like John Brown to me, and that just people are just overrating it. If his name was John Brown, I just don't think people would be as excited. 
probably true. Speaking of Antonio Brown, uh, what do you think of Juju Smith-Schuster getting taken in the second round by Pittsburgh? Yeah, he's a guy who can do a lot of different things. He can return for him. Maybe that's why – maybe give Antonio Brown a break when he's on return so he's not returning – when they're winning yeah, by would, 24 if points. If I owned him, that would, it always scares me to watch him go back there. Yeah, especially how cocky he catches it. And he's just oh, like, yeah. he just is uh, wild out there. Real loose, plays super loose. Did you see uh, did you see Martavis Bryant's tweet after they drafted uh, <laughs> Smith-Schuster? Yeah. He said he was coming for Sammy Coach's spot. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Coach just said, ha, ha, ha. I love how everyone just, uh, little little brothers, uh, Sammy Coates right there, and just says, no, nah, he's just going to take Sammy's job. Like, yeah. no. Well, Mike Tomlin had to step in and said, play nice, uh-huh. boys. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a good pick, I thought, just because either it's insurance if Martavis gets suspended again. Otherwise, it's insurance because Sammy Coates sucks. So, yeah, I like the pick. Any other big ones you want to hit on or – Wendell's boy in Tampa Bay. Yeah. O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard. He's going to be damn good. I'm excited for Mike Evans, too, because Deshaun on the outside and then Howard up the middle won't be able to double-team him as much. So hit up that cell. I have Jameis, too, so, yeah, I'll take calls as well. (laughs) Or text, that is. Yeah, so, sorry, big dog. Goodbye, Cameron. (laughs) Bray. Was he the loser for you? Oh, though? definitely a loser. Yeah. Also, the loser was Vincent Jack- Jackson, though. <laughs> Shout out to CTV Capital and Wendell holding it down, making that cash. We're looking for sponsors, by the way, Vincent. If you uh, VJAX, we love the way you play. <laughs> hit it up. Hit the sell up. Yeah, so they had two nice weapons. I love Chris Godwin. I don't know if you guys follow the uh, Pirate Life FF on Twitter. Oh, yeah. But I put up some... Highlights, and he's impressive. He looks the part. I'm telling you, he could be a superstar. It just seems like uh, they are always drafting these guys. They're just so good at identifying talented wide receivers. Yeah, that offense is going to be real fun. One other offense I think is going to be fun, my old team, the Tennessee Titans. (laughs) Uh, Drafting Corey Davis at 5 and then Tywan Taylor at 72. Mariota, I would say, is going to be top 5 quarterback this year, fantasy-wise. I mean, it helps when Tajay Sharp's not your number one anymore. I mean, I wrote down that Tajay this... Sharp's still available too, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> the Titans are one of the most interesting offenses coming in. They're just, they're really good. Uh, but the big loser in this was Rashard Matthews. Uh, since the Titans drafted Corey Davis, who is an absolute stud, and uh, Tywan Taylor, we already talked. But what are the chances? Here's a little uh, conspiracy theory for you guys. Do you think, Big dog, listen up. Yep. Do you think Corey Davis had a little handshake deal with the Titans and just said, yeah, sure, I'm not going to run if you guys just draft me at five? I don't know. This uh, agent was would that be already? pretty damn smooth if that was the yeah, case. Yeah, I mean, that was – I don't know that he could do that, though, because the Titans were trying to trade back so much. So, I don't know if they could make that type of a – promise but you never know what goes on like that the situation is so similar Corey davis to kevin white right now not quite the player they're much different players but the situation they're both coming from small schools uh they come to the draft they're very impressive they didn't run the same time but ankle injuries yeah it was an ankle injury that uh caught kevin white the first year and then it was like another leg injury and then a leg injury and then my heart broke too after that (laughs) there's something i had about uh Corey davis too I said, is he the next receiver out of the Mac to break out? 
first you got Antonio. Yep. And uh, who else you got? Uh, oh, Julian Edelman, who actually was quarterback, but now is a breakout wide receiver. All right. Uh, here's a draft I'll talk about. The Atlanta Falcons. Who could forget their first round pick? That was very interesting. Get <laughs> God damn. I'd run through a wall for that guy. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were uh, impressed. I was pumped, man. That was a nice portrait of his grandma. That was big, nice and big. <laughs> I love when Deion Sanders uh, sneak, sneaks up to the guy, always goes, <laughs> Hey, Tech, how you feeling? <laughs> he always just asks. He always asks those big-time journalist questions like, How you feeling after, after people get drafted? Questions. God. Hey, it's prime time here. I just asked those prime time questions. <laughs> Whatever happened to prime time academies? Did that? Did uh, they finally figure out that was a Ponzi scheme? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with that. That was there were some weird things going on. But uh, anything oh, else from Atlanta's draft you guys like? Not Atlanta, but uh, very close to Atlanta, Jacksonville. I think we have to talk about Leonard Fournette, right? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. top fantasy guy drafted. Probably, yeah. I don't think that I want to take him in the draft just because I don't trust Jacksonville ever, but he's a damn good talent, and if anyone can make it work there, it would probably be him, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to figure – I mean, they're usually behind, so they're throwing a lot with Captain Bortles, but, uh, yeah, I mean – Seems like a buzz draft, honestly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fell in love with Fournette two years ago. It was like the only college player that I really knew that was coming out uh, soon. And he was just so impressive. But he, he's not as versatile as you want your NFL running back to be. Like, he just doesn't catch. He's not as great coming out of the backfield. I don't know about his blocking. I've seen clips where he kind of just, like, lets the guy slide by him. I don't know if he's just avoiding injury in college. Yeah. But – that's something to worry about, but he is impressive. When he gets out there, he can just run some linebackers yeah. over straight like it. I uh, saw a Bo Jackson comparison. Oh yeah, oh yeah definitely. By me, I that's think. What all his high, <laughs> that's, what, that's what all his high school clips look like. I remember five, yeah. five or six years ago, he yeah. was Booby. man-child. Huh? <laughs> yeah, who, uh, yeah, so Yeldon, TJ Yeldon yeah. and Ivory are the big-time losers. Also, Marquise Lee is a loser in this draft because uh, he kind of got his – Job taken now by D.D. Westbrook, the Oklahoma receiver from the fourth round. Did we'll he see. have uh, domestic issues as well? It, I don't know. Uh, I thought there was someone else on Oklahoma that did. He's a tiny he guy. He's only like 5'9", but he's very he electric. He can still smack a bitch. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, tail the tape here. Uh, what else just happened for the Jags? Blake Bortles... Today I wrote down he uh, got his fifth year option. Yeah, he got his fifth year option. So Blake will be there in 2018, probably. Yeah, maybe Good. not the start starter, but he will be there. Uh, do you have one underrated guy or not non first second rounder that you really liked 
or someone maybe flying under the radar that you think might be able to make an impact right away? Oh, yeah, the, the Broncos. Uh, mm. Carlos Henderson. I mm. love that slot receiver from Louisiana Tech. He is good. Yeah, He's he's going to make people forget who Wes Welker was. I'm telling you. He's, he's, the, uh, he's just going to be really good as long as he stays healthy. He's not the biggest guy, and slot receivers do take a lot of punishment, but I think he's really good. So the loser there is uh, Hoosier Cody Latimer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How many times? I mean, I've, how many times do people think about drafting him? I think he's Everyone probably got drafted in our league. Uh huh. Every year. It's funny. I think I had a whole year where I was like scoping him out on waivers, just making sure he was still out there. I feel like Greg's had him a lot too. Yeah. Music. Who do you like? Underrated? Anybody in particular? Jamal Williams, uh, Green mm. Bay, yeah. BYU. Uh, I like me some Mormons. Yeah, that's a real good pick. I wrote down something real funny about the Packers draft, actually. I gotta find it. Sorry, I gotta find this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this took some research right here. Uh, the Packers, they drafted two white players with their first four picks this season, which follows a trend that they do. Uh, not only that, the first two out of four picks were white. The fifth pick was from BYU, as Jake said. The sixth, sixth pick was from Purdue, so basically all white schools. Right. <laughs> all Chinese schools in the case of Purdue. Uh, and then last season, they drafted seven players. Six out of the seven players were white for the Packers. In 2015, their top six picks, three out of the top six were all white. <laughs> WHIT. What is going on here? The profiler. This is definitely weird. Like, that's if you follow what the percentage is in the NFL of black to, uh, or just white to none, it's, it's probably, definitely not that much. Yeah, it's probably, they definitely target a certain type of player. <laughs> just wanted to point that out that the Green Bay Packers are racist and should be shut down. They probably go with high Wonderlook scores. Yeah. Good parent. Good parents. Good house. Yeah. No single family parents. What else uh, was big that came to the draft? There were some funny things that happened during the draft. I think I, I've got a few sound clips ready. Uh, for the Jets, when their second-round pick came up, uh, Tony Richardson came up, and he was going to announce it for them. <laughs> for the Jets, here's him spelling Jets. 2017 NFL Draft, the New York J-E-T-E Jets. <laughs> Select our Stewart, receiver, Alabama. J E T E J D J D J D yeah. Even uh, Trey, Trey Wingo, he's like, oh, so close. It was just nerves, nerves. Yeah. I, I understand he gets nervous. I get nervous for this podcast. I can understand standing <laughs> in front of all those people. The Philly fans were raucous too. Oh, that they was were, awesome. They were awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. I think Wiggs on uh, Group Me said they should have fired Trey Wingo with a layoff. <laughs> should should have been one of the layoffs. <laughs> I love Wingo. I don't know what Wiggs is talking about. That crowd really got into it. Every uh, Cowboys pick was ridiculous. Yeah. Like they just got real loud. It's uh, America's team. Yep. I, I also wrote down this uh, little sound clip. It was when Drew Pearson came up for the Dallas Cowboys second round. So people were ready Saturday. They were ready. They were pumped. And so he starts out. He just talks mad trash to them. Here you go. I am honored as an undrafted free agent to be selected to make the Cowboys second round draft pick. And on behalf of the five-time world champion, Dallas Cowboys, Hall of Fame owner, Jerry Jones, Team Jones and the Jones family, Coach Jason Garrett, all the Cowboy players that played before me, that played 
an all-time great pick announcement. I am standing and applauding Drew Pearson soaking in the hate and spitting it back. I just love the way he said that. He did. He just. Uh, he just. Uh, it was just, just a tell. troll job, and it was oh, so yeah. good. But all those guest pickers were so much fun. Uh, the Dolphins had Larry Little come on, and he was talking about what, what's it been forty-five years for since the undefeated season, uh-huh. and he wore a turquoise jacket and everything. But each of the guest pickers was fun. I wish they do it every round and not have Goodell on there personally. Yeah, I kind of like that better. He probably doesn't want to do it. Ah, he gets booed all the time. He deserves it, too. <laughs> he does get booed nearly every pick. Well. What's next? I don't know. You want me to run through these real fast? I don't know. It seems kind of boring. What do you got? I got... Can I touch real quick on one thing? Of course. One team that didn't take any skill players in the draft. The Baltimore Ravens. Oh. Mm-hmm. They, they could use some. Who's your winner, Joe? I want to see if you have the same yeah. winner as I do. Winner, Brashad Perriman and Mike Wallace. <laughs> My boys. It was a huge shock that they didn't get anybody. It was really strange. Uh, yeah, nothing. So, Brashad Perriman out there. Wendell's got him, I think, for one buck or something like uh, that. Love him. I'll see you there. Yeah. I hope maybe, maybe they'll trade for somebody. Who knows? Possibly. But, yeah, Mike Wallace and Brashad Perriman looking good this season. Yeah. Out. Loser, Joe Flacco, I wrote down. <laughs> Just you could write that won't. on that every year. I mean, if I, I just go through the real quick, uh, the winner for the Giants, Paul Perkins, they didn't draft anybody until fourth round when they got Clemson running back Wayne Gallman. Yeah. Uh, what else did I write Rashad Par- or, um, uh Rashad Jennings still winning on Dancing with the Stars, looking good. Yes. Oh, is he? Oh, he's great. Thanks for the update. I'm not <laughs> caught one second of it. <laughs> uh, not not even no, he's still around. David Ross still around. Uh, my, my boy Nick Nick Vile from The Bachelor just got voted off this week. So uh, he's such a nice guy. You you oh, just wouldn't think he'd go. I know it. Uh, who else is fantasy relevant? We didn't. Uh, Quincy Anunwa, who's a one dollar keeper for J Bones. Uh, they drafted three receivers basically with tight end Jordan. Leggett, so I don't think uh, I'm not touching anyone on know. the Jets this year in daily, regular, anything. I don't not, think Decker's going to be on the Decker. team either. I don't oh, even know. Yeah. Supposedly he's supposed to get cut. So that I don't could be a, a place where Anderson. have Decker go to Baltimore. He'd be perfect over there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what do you think of the Bills? Uh, Zay Jones is he going to be there straight up number two now? Yeah, he's not bad. Uh, he could be very interesting if they, uh, he could get some snap or get some targets. It's kind of weird what happened today with Sammy Watkins when they didn't exercise the fifth-year option on them, him. So he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season, unrestricted free agent, Sammy Watkins. People are already talking about him just getting ready to go to New England. So we'll see. But I, the I Bears. Bears need a wide receiver and have a ton of cap space. It's true. That's a very, I think they could be a player with that one for sure. Then he can uh, sit on the uh, yeah. training table with Kevin White. And that's what I was just about to say. They <laughs> they probably should stay away, though, because of the injury history. They right. didn't want Alshon for a reason. They probably don't want Sammy Watkins for the same reason. Yeah, I think whoever spends the money on him is going to have a hard time spending the money on him. Yeah, for the Bears, they also drafted that tight end Adam Shaheen from Ashland. So Zach Miller uh, might be losing some snaps, who was pretty fantasy relevant last season. I think he was top 15 tight end. Uh, and the winner is Cam Meredith, Kevin White, and Kendall Dr- Kendall or Kendall Wright. Yeah. Kendall Wright. K- 
Kevin White, Kendall Wright, Kevin White. Say that yeah, five it's times a tongue twister fast. right there. Yeah, so they're the big winners in the draft because the Bears Jeez. didn't get anybody besides a uh, quarterback to throw it to them. I don't we'll know that see. I'll be drafting anyone from Chicago either. No, that's not a good offense. Jordan Howard, I guess. Yeah, they could run the ball. Beware of that sophomore slump. Um, remember when I took Matt Forte, number one in our draft, his second year, and he was awful? Well, we know how I feel about Matt Forte. <laughs> uh, what else do we do? Are you sure Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky is not the winner of the Bears draft? I mean, there's I mean, lots of think there many... are lots of titties in Chicago. I was just wondering if he was single, <laughs> is he single or not. Did you buy that T-shirt yet? No, no, I should. That would be a nice <laughs> draft day. Sundays are for kissing titties. I feel like that's if Nighty doesn't make his own shirt, that's probably the shirt that Nighty will show up in. I love when he makes his own shirts, though. It is uh, so good. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, speaking of 90, the Cardinals, uh, they went defense heavy with that draft, even though they're getting an aging offense. I don't know. A lot I of put, people thought they were going quarterback. Yeah, that's why I put the, the winner as Drew Stanton, because he uh, might have a job next year if, if uh, he's able to get there. Uh, they drafted Grambling wide receiver Chad Williams in the third round. So I don't know how he's going to fit in with all those – Tiny little wide receivers that they got in Fitz. Oh, Fitz yeah. and the Munchkins. I don't know. What else did I write down? Uh, the only other like fantasy relevant guy that I have down here that we haven't touched on, uh, Donnell Pumphrey in the fourth round to Philadelphia. Uh, little kid from San Diego State, uh, running back. I think he's going to be the next Darren Sproles. Yeah. So keep, keep an eye him. on him. Um, well, I think he broke all of Marshall Falk's record at San Diego State, so he's uh, got to be decent. Yeah, yeah you got to be good. But he's that little bowling ball guy, isn't? He? Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's hard to tackle. Michael Hooker, like you yeah. would think, that's the second yeah, Michael Hooker uh, reference back to back weeks. I was, gonna, I was getting ready to say that's every Plymouth running back yeah. from Biska ninety ninety six to <laughs> oh probably I don't know ten. Yeah, yeah basically. We didn't even touch on Colts Nation. That's what, yeah, we skipped Colts say, Nation. I think that's we could probably end on the Colts, can't we? Yeah, we'll end on the Colts. And that was the other fantasy relevant thing was the Colts <laughs> drafted Marlon Mack, the Southern Florida running back in the fourth round. So yep. Frank Gore eh, probably will still be around for one more year. That's the last go around for Big Frank. I think the big thing for the Colts is they got three starters on defense: uh, Malik Hooker. Uh, he plays center field for the safety and uh, Jay's boy Quincy Wilson. Um, John Already thinking about ordering that China boy once he gets a number. <laughs> um, he'll uh, compliment Vontae, I think, uh, which will help. And then they got the MAC Defensive Player of the Year, Terrell Basham. Basham. Uh, out of Ohio U. And I think he's a starter right away, too. Well, he can rush the passer, can he? Yeah. Colts, I don't, they didn't draft uh, that guy, but uh, they drafted a VCU guy, basketball player. Or either maybe picked him up, uh, free agent. Eric Maynard? Eric Maynard? Uh, no, not Eric Maynard. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did play for Shaka Smart. Um, Mo Alley Cox. He hasn't played football. <laughs> in, he hasn't played football since he was a freshman in high school. He's 6'7", 250. He thinks he can be that next basketball converted Tied in. Say that name again. Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley Cox. Okay. Uh, also, a nice pickup uh, by the Colts. Trey Griffey. 
Yeah, Griffey Junior Griffey's so. good. That could be another China boy that for might it. Be a good <laughs> I put the loser for the Colts coming out of the draft was Andrew Luck because they didn't draft any offensive linemen until the very end of the fourth round, and none of his weapons got upgraded through the draft, at least. Yeah, through the draft. Uh, like I you think said, it was a guy from USC they drafted the lineman. Yeah, so, um, fourth round, end of the fourth round is when they got him. So uh, he played at USC. Zach Banner. Should be ready to go. The Run tackle. And David Banner. And, and <laughs> that offensive line was very good compared to what it was projected to do coming into the season. They had three guys. I know that PFF had projected that did pretty well, that played well above average. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you get Miork back ready to go. And, uh, yeah, they, st- they still need some work on the offensive line. Andrew Luck needs help. Colts Nation is cocky on the radio. I mean, I hear the local radio. They're saying 10 wins easily. They say easily, that every year. I heard. That's every year. Mike Chappell got on and started preaching it. Here is the thing, though. If you have Andrew Luck, you have a chance. They also have, depending on what kind of system or grading scale or whatever you're looking at, one of the top five easiest schedule, if right. not the easiest, uh, in the league right now. So. They've got a shot. I don't know. I think the AFC South is going to be the most fun division. Jacksonville's frisky, and the other three all do have a legit shot to win that division. Yeah. Uh, so that should be a fun one, at least to watch. I think it's a good. I think the defenses are really good, surprisingly. It's like the first year that the AFC South has good defenses. Houston should be a top five defense. Yeah. Jacksonville just got A.J. Boye, who's a top five cornerback. And so they, I mean... They should, be, Church. they should be top 10. They got Ramsey on the or Jalen Ramsey on the other side. Yep. I think they should be really good. Uh, Titans, very good, too. Logan they Ryan, they picked a bunch up. Of guy. The Colts' defense is terrible. So yeah. I think I think three out of the four have, might have top 10. Top half offense. Top half, top, top yeah, half we'll say top half defenses, right? yeah. Surprisingly, uh, for the first time. I saw on the Colts' schedule they play at Cincinnati. Uh, I think that's a road trip I want to make if any of you guys want to go along. My brother's going to be living there. so. All right. As long as you promise not to get a Skyline Chili. Oh, I'm for sure eating Skyline Ugh. Chili. <laughs> and then it will come right out of you through the other hole. And they got Casino downtown, too. Oh, yeah, so. that's nice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even mention that the since we're talking about Cincinnati – the Bengals fans actually won the draft because they don't have to deal with uh, what's his name? Fucking didn't write his name down. <laughs> Phil Sims. Phil Sims won't be on their broadcast anymore saying Bengals, Bengals all the time. Bengals, the Bengals uh, win. It's, it's not just the Bengals fans that are winners for that. We are all winners. We are all winners. We are all better people for it. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. And anything else on the draft? No, that was fun. Good talk. I wrote down top five 2018 mock. Let's oh, go. Oh, shit. <laughs> Surprise. Sam Denard, quarterback USC. Yeah. Writing them down. Josh Rosen, quarterback UCLA. Yep. Christian Kirk, wide receiver, Texas A&M. Another Texas A&M wide receiver. Uh, Arden Key, defensive end, LSU. And yeah. Josh Allen, quarterback, Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. There the Wyoming go. kid looks good. We'll write it down and compare it to Mel Kuyper after yeah. the uh, draft. Very nice. You ready? Yeah. Pirate life for me. Peace. Bye. Let's get it. That's still recording. Pirate life for me. Junior, junior. I came up from nothing, nigga. You can't tell me shit. Yeah, did it on my own. Check out my neck, check out my wrist. Yeah, I swear I ain't never expected it to be like this.
this. Now a nigga getting rich. I swear every day we lit. Yeah, man. every day we lit. Yeah, you can't tell me shit. Yeah, remember I was broke. Yeah, now I'm getting rich. Yeah, yeah. when you diamond colder than a bitch, then you know you lit. When you quick to take a nigga bitch, then you know you lit. Every day we lit. Yeah, 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 every day we lit. Every day we lit. Every day we lit. Every day we lit. Can't wait to get that fuck run. Put it on my arm. Just count to the feet through with my mom.